Hello and welcome to your Damascus Daily Prayer Lab. My name is Aaron Richards. I'm one of the executive directors here at Damascus, where we are working to awaken, empower, and equip a generation to live the adventure of the Catholic faith. I'm also one of the hosts of Beyond Damascus, the show where encounter meets mission. Check us out on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, where we answer critical questions from you, our listeners and viewers. Friends, today we're reading from Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 through 19. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare this generation? It's like children who sit in marketplaces and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge for you, but you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they said, He's a possessed, He is possessed by a demon. And the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they said, Look, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her works. Wisdom is vindicated by her works. This is a, a interesting um, critique that the Lord offers of this generation. I'm reminded of the famous, uh, the famous speech, the, the man in the arena, that it's not the critic who counts, but it's the one who shows up, who consistently engages in the work of mission. You know, I think that while today's gospel reading might sound critical, and it is, it's also a beautiful demonstration of the Lord's mercy. And really, our call to mission is just that. There's something special that we experience when someone tells us honestly and authentically, I trust you. I trust you to steward this thing that's valuable to me. I trust you to care for my children. I trust you to take care of my own safety. I trust you with my life. Jesus cares about his church. He loves his church. He's sort of serious about this work of evangelization. Why? Not because it's a game or a challenge, but because it's about the, the restoration of his children who've been lost and taken and stolen away from him. And friends, he doesn't have a plan B. You are his plan A. He shares that responsibility and that expectation with us. And this, uh, this reading, again, is, is, is helpful for us to appreciate and understand that, yeah, people will be critical. And when we, when we fall into a, a mindset of criticism, um, it bears no fruit that we're called to be the ones who are on mission. And we can anticipate that when we say yes to the Lord that we're going to get critical feedback. Why? Because the world hates us? Well, no. In the words of Jesus, it's because the world hated him first. That we are preaching a gospel that is good news to a fallen world. And accordingly, because of that, it's not really compatible with the things of this world in the traditional way that we might understand. The redemption of society, the redemption of culture, the redemption of this life 
it's going to require us to die. That the old man might die so that the new man might be raised to life. Friends, if you've been tempted toward an attitude of criticism in the past, especially toward the church, I would invite you to seek reconciliation and and ask the Lord, how can I be a, a positive force? And if you've been criticized, my encouragement to you today is stick it out. Stay in the arena. Fight the good fight because you've got the Lord on your side. He's the one who experienced it first. Friends, it's good to spend some time with you today. Have a great day, and we'll see you again here tomorrow. God bless.